um, thank you. If you'd like to take a seat, that would be awesome. Um, ah, God's good. Um, this, this morning marks the beginning of a new series throughout the summer that we're calling our Summer Panels. So we're going to be going through the, uh, our aims as a church. So our, our vision as a church and what, what we do, what we say we do, is, what we're aiming for is to bringing life to, to the city. And part of that we've broken down into six aims that we're going to be talking about one each week throughout the next six weeks. Um, that works, yeah, cool. Um, so this morning um, I, we have two wonderful, amazing people um, who are going to come and chat with us and we're going to be looking at a different aim each week. Um, so if you could just put the aims up on the screen for me, please, Paul, that would be amazing, just so you can have a look at them. There are cards kicking around the building um, with, with what... This is effectively how we break down bringing life to the city and what that looks like. Um, so this morning, can you give uh, Francis and Josh a round of applause as they come up to the stage? <laughs> cool. So I'm sitting on my mic pack now. It's not great. It's the light on. There we go. Cool. So, this morning we these aren't we're gonna we're not doing these in any order, by the way. So, <laughs> this morning we are talking about developing leaders and what that looks like, what it can look like for us as a church, what it looks like for you as individuals as well in your own life. And um, I'm going to be asking these guys some questions. We're going to have a bit of a conversation, and we're gonna, we're just inviting the Holy Spirit as well to come and move in these conversations to stir things in you, to stir things in us, and we'll see what's going to happen. Um, but we want you to leave encouraged and feeling in some way equipped uh, in your day-to-day as well as we chat about these things together. Cool. So, Francis, do you want to introduce yourself and um, yeah, tell us a bit about some of your experience about leadership and what that looks like to you? Um, hi, I'm uh, Francis, Francis Eason, and I am married to Richard, who's sitting in the back, and actually he's got quite a bit to do with developing leaders <laughs> because he's had a lot to do with me developing cool. me. Um, and uh, yeah, we've been married about 48 years, about. Wow. Yeah. I've known him 50 years. Um, and uh, I've had a long, I've had a long career of all sorts of things. Um, and when we're looking at developing leaders, um, and leadership, it comes in all sorts of different shapes and sizes, it's certainly for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, it started probably right at the beginning when I was a netball um, uh, player and somebody asked me to be the captain. And so if you want to hear a little bit more about that, if we've got time, I'll talk to you about that. But that actually started, didn't even think about being a leader. But where am I here? Why am I here? Um, uh, here at Numa, we've been, Richard and I have been here for 10 years, um, and uh, we've been in a number of different roles, and the role that I have at the moment is Projects Key Leader, and as some of you are aware, I'm looking after a particular project called the Welcome Project, and looking to see how, what we're doing okay at, what could we do, be doing better um, so that's one of my projects. So again, if you want to talk to me a little bit about that, talk to me later. Cool. Thank you, Francis. And Josh? Oh. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm Josh. I am married to Kat. Um, like Francis, I'm also a key leader here at NUMA. Outside of NUMA, I work in coffee. Uh, so uh, coffee leadership is, is my thing. Um, uh, from uh, having my own coffee shop um, 10, 10 years ago or so uh, to now I run coffee programs for some of the UK's um, biggest uh, coffee chains. And cool. also a, a head judge for the coffee championships, which if you <laughs> didn't know they were a thing, there we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. So um, you're both definitely leaders um, in terms of title, but what, at what point did you realize that that was something you were kind of called into or that was something that you had within you? And how did you know that? That's going to be my first question. Josh, if you take that one. I was going to drink some coffee while you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so I, I think, like, the, I, I think, so I guess one of the other questions, which you didn't ask, but I'm going to answer anyway, is, like, are we, are we, are we all called to be leaders? And I think uh, the answer is yes yeah. to, to that, right? So, but I think uh, there are probably two different, like, there are many kinds of leaders, right? But Francis and I are probably what you would call like habitual leaders, right? So Francis yeah. steps into a room and, uh, and, and would be, you know, be captain, would be um, immediately thinking of, of things and ways in which to improve things or to, uh, and to, to gather people and to lead quite like kind of naturally and habitually. We also get like situational leaders, right? So um, people who are in the right context and situation can kind of step up to be a leader. So I think... Not to answer your question, but for both Francis and I, we're both habitual leaders. Yeah, yeah, and okay. so it, it kind of came quite naturally in yeah. terms of you find yourself caring about something and thinking, just naturally stepping into it in a way that, that feels natural. Um, okay. But I'm very aware that that is not the case for a lot of people. So I think it's important to distinguish that, yes, I, I believe we're all called to some leadership but there are different types of leaders yeah. um, and even within like habitual leaders there are very many different types of leaders for both both good and bad That's cool. great answer yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me I realized that I needed to step into a leadership role um, uh, I didn't have leader in my title at all I I probably when I was about five years into, probably when I was about 40. I thought you were about to say when I was five years old then, and I was like, what? I no. So when I was about 40, I, I started my, the, the, the job that I did for 25 years, I only started it when I was 35. And um, about five years in, the, one of the bosses called us all in, to, you know, almost like the whole of the company, and said, look, guys, you need to understand that you're all leaders whether you have leader in your title or not, because you have a responsibility. There are certain responsibilities that you've been given, and actually it depends on how you use that. And that started to get me really thinking. Mm -hmm. And um, just actually interestingly, and, it's, and it is a, quite an important, you, you might be, it's like I've had a corporate life, a, a you know, long corporate life, in the same company for 25 years, which is unbelievable. But do you know what? And in that company, I was not allowed to talk about Jesus. But do you know what? It mm -hmm. never stopped me taking Jesus into the room. Yeah. That's good. All right. That's really good. Never yeah. stop me taking Jesus. And I know, and it's like, thanks, um, <laughs> Josh, for saying that. Yeah, there is. There is a natural bit that sort of says, yes, yeah, so let's gather and, and so on. But we all have that responsibility. 
And it's like my responsibility when I really recognized it is that I can take Jesus into the room and it changes things. Yeah. It absolutely changes things. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a concerted sort of decision that, I, I, that that's what I was going to do. You know, yeah. latterly, you know, as my career sort of progressed into sort of, sort of crazy stuff, um, uh, that, that, you know, I think only in the 25 years, I think I only applied for one job. But I did at probably about eight different jobs. Mm. And it's like, you know, people going, yeah, could you do that? I don't know, but I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. I'm going to give it a try. Cool. Have you got a specific story of how taking Jesus into your, your workplace or something like that? Like, what, what was the fruit of that or what you saw as a I've, I've, result of that? Yeah, I have. And there's, there's one particular person that I'm not going to name and had come from a really, what I would say is quite a damaged situation in work and uh, this person was given to me to work work for me and I knew that I had to be gentle and I couldn't talk about Jesus but I knew and but I had to take responsibility Mm. if if this lady was going to be anything that she wanted to be it's I would have to work and journey with her to get there. Yeah. And I tell you, without Jesus, I couldn't have done it. Yeah. Couldn't have done it. Cool. Josh, have you got any stories about what it means for you to carry Jesus into? Uh, not so much a story as, okay. I think, an, an approach, right? Yeah. Like, so, um, like, for, for me, like it's, it's definitely, I think, similar to Francis, right? It's, um, it can be... I don't know about all of you, but it can be it can be tricky trying to like segment your life, right? And for me, I think it's most important to think about um, if we're thinking about, like, about kind of leadership yeah, at work yeah. and, and for God to be involved in everything that I do. I think one of the fundamentals for me is about like how am I? I get, what to, I mean, this sounds kind of weird. How am I like leading myself, or rather, like who am I? Who am I also? Who, yeah, who am I following? Yeah. Right. So, like that's. I think we talk a lot about like the skill of leadership and, and the different types of leaders. But I think one of the distinctives for us as followers of Jesus yeah. is that it starts with our own identity, right? Yeah. Like I think that's one of the fundamental differences yeah, yeah. Of, uh, that, that we have or should have as followers yeah. of Jesus is that my identity, my hope, my faith is secure yeah. and nothing can touch that. And, and that, I don't think we realize just how different that is. Okay. Um, and also how fundamental that is. Yeah. Um, that's just one of the key differences, I think, that so that it starts with not what I do, like, in, in work, yeah. but who I am, yeah. right? That's great. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the second thing, I think, that I'm certainly on the journey on, and yeah. I think we all are, is, like, how can we commune <laughs> with the Holy Spirit? Like, how can we follow the Holy yeah. Spirit and God at work? Yeah. Like that's um, that's a that's a that's a massive journey and okay. exploration and like adventure um, that I think is so important. Um, not just at work, like in, in everything yeah. that we do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. In when we're um, you know fathering our kids and yeah. everything that we do outside of yeah. work and even in church. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Thank you. And um, so. Moving on slightly, if I use, we've said about everyone's kind of a leader in their own right. What what are the 
attributes, or what do you feel that that looks like for everyone from... Is, are there common themes that you see in leadership throughout, like as in from a managing director to who, like all the way down different scales kind of thing? Where, what, does, what, do, what does leadership look like in that sense? A really good question, actually. Um, I'm, my background is uh, learning and development, training and development, coaching and mentoring. And part of that um, will be um, what they call psychometric testing. And it's like Myers-Briggs and DISC and all sorts of things. And I remember doing a, uh, something within the company and uh, there was you know, the different areas of what you should be if you're going to be this particular type of person. And um, it, sort of, it, it was sort of determining that to be the MD or the, or the chief exec, you actually had to be this person who was, you know, fiery and, and get on with it. And in actual fact, the person that was leading our business at the time that led our business through some really, really tough times was gentle. His manner was amazing. And it just, again, it was just an uh, indication that, you know, we're all individual. And, and for me... God is calling us to do different things and different jobs and different roles. And, and as he's laying those things in front of us and actually stepping in, we don't need to be like the next person mm. just because they have a different type of way with them. Um, and that was a really good learning, a really good learning for me. Cool. Do you have anything to add in terms of what does leadership look like all the way? Like what, what are the attributes of leadership? if everyone's called to be a leader. Yeah, I, so I, I think there are lots of different areas, mm. and like I have 17 written down, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's helpful to necessarily go through all of those. Yeah. I think like, maybe we could, we could pull out certain ones, but I think yeah. part of being a leader is also... like the, the, Sometimes it can be really uh, quite isolating and lonely, I think, in terms of um, if you're in charge of something, like yeah. if you want to... like particularly in church, to be fair. Like, if you ask um, Chris and Nick, like, I think um, it can be really, like, lonely and isolating to be in charge of leading something and of being, of seeing things, maybe, or, or going places that other people are, are needing to go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, where is I going with that? I think that a part of leadership also is, is needing to, and this comes back to the identity piece, because it's needing, so much of leadership is about being... Uh, Embracing like the ambiguity and being uncomfortable with being being comfortable with being uncomfortable, I think, right? Like so. Okay. Um, but again, like as followers of Jesus, that's something that we have, like we have. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there is no uncertainty, um, like ultimately, because there is truth and there yeah. is, and and we believe that God has a has a plan for our lives, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that should be the ultimate certainty that we we have like a cheat code, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Um, so of your 17 then, Josh, um, <laughs> are there specific ones that you see kind of, that are key to, to like, well, are, are there key kind of principles other than the identity thing that kind of, if, yeah, like I said, from, from all the way from like an MD to, you know, if you feel like you're a leader within your, your community or like what, what are there key principles or key attributes that you think we can work on or develop to step into that? 
Uh, sure. So I, I think like maybe maybe like a good definition of leadership is is the, I like this one right, which is um, using my influence for a worthwhile cause. I like that. Right. That's um, um, so all of like classic leaders of, of you know gathering people together for something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I th- I think for me like key ones are like purpose is 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 a big one. Okay. In terms of like what gathering people together around not not just a vision which is also super important but also a purpose like why yeah, yeah. why are we doing not just okay. where do we want to go you have to have the, i think you have to have those two things together like mission and vision yeah, like yeah. what like why are we doing what we're doing like it, that's super super important cool. that's why that's you know why everybody has a kind of you know vision yeah, statement yeah, yeah. or mission statement whatever i think also that accountability is a is a massive one accountability and responsibility often uh, I think so much of leadership is also is about taking accountability, even if it's not. Um, wait, wait, hang on. Which way around do I want to say this? Taking, res- yeah, taking responsibility, even if you're not accountable, or the other way around. Basically, yeah, yeah, even okay. if if something. So, if in my role, right, if something goes wrong with coffee, it's still my fault. Like, even if it's not my fault, like if something goes wrong today in in a coffee shop in London then I, I still have to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and I think there's a, a that, that ultimate, like, kind of, uh, there, there's so much of accountability which is around yeah, yeah. that. And also, um, yeah, being, being able to, to, to want to take that and being, and, and there, is, there is so much of it that's kind of unfair in terms yeah. of, like, you have to take the, and be willing to take the accountability <laughs> even when it's not your like fault or you haven't done anything about that and the desire to take accountability and responsibility is such a key thing that just feels unnatural and unfair um but is a is a really uh key skill i think uh of that and and i I think you get to that by leading by example Uh, so i'm a massive um advocate of uh of as much as possible doing the things that you are leading into right so um if you're a, uh, I'm trying to think of a really good example. If you're a, if your role is in, let's say it's in hospitality, like mm. to use an easy one, um, and uh, you're in charge of like food and stuff like that, you should be, you should be able to not, not at least um, like make everything that the restaurant serves, but at least have an idea of that. Yeah. Um, it's this idea of like if you, so we talk about this when you, if you want to run a coffee shop, this idea of which I've done, then you should uh, want to scrub floors, is the idea. Not serve coffee, but scrub floors. You should be doing and leading by example in everything that you do. And uh, I think that's that's true as much in uh, in church. Some people call it, like I was chatting with um, the MD of uh, the company I currently work for the other day, and what she referenced was this idea of like zooming in and zooming out, right? So, So that you should be able to be having the uh, hold the big picture yeah. but know also when to go and zoom in on a particular yeah. um, issue that you need to understand um yeah cool okay that's helpful thank you Add, um so you mentioned the word purpose there um i don't know whether you can speak into some of this francis how do you know what your purpose is like how do you know what like from a and if you're if we're talking about leadership like leading other people into a purpose? How do you know what your purpose is that you're leading people into? Um, From a corporate point of view, um, I said 
that literally I was contacted and I yeah. was then asked to go into some crazy situations that mm. I had never um, experienced uh, before. But I was actually honest enough to say, I don't really know exactly how that's going to work, but I actually need people around me. And I think that, is, that was a really interesting learning that I had, is that just because you end up with the name of leader, maybe, in your title, doesn't mean to say, I, I understand exactly what Josh is saying, you should be prepared to do everything, but there are things that I was doing, I was doing with uh, financial services, and I didn't understand all the IT, all the back end, all the legal stuff, and so, but what I had is I had people that worked with me. And I think, just to bring it right up to date yeah. here, is that Richard and I lead hospitality, which means that we, we lead the car park team, the welcome team, and the refreshments team. And we've only been doing that um, for about six or seven months now. And, of course, we had never done it before, but so we relied on the people that were doing it and have been doing it. And, of course, to come in there from a leadership point of view is that we may well find that there need to be some little adjustments and so on. And actually what we found is that the servant-heartedness of the people in the hospitality team actually prepared to come across the different areas. So some of them from welcome. I, today, today alone, I've had four, or we've had four people that have stepped into vacancies just for today, that have stepped up and put their hand in the air and said, look, doesn't, you know, even though I'm not on rota, I'll come in and I'll do it. And you just go, that is amazing. And actually, what they may or may not realise, that they are actually stepping into yeah, yeah. the beginnings of a leadership. Yeah. And leadership, and it's like, so where, you know, where is God going to take it? It's yeah. not necessarily going to be there, you know, looking after hospitality. But it's actually, it's being, taking the responsibility yeah. and being obedient. And actually, what's the Holy Spirit saying as yeah. well? I am so incredibly blessed by this team. Um, and, and, and the graciousness, and, I'm, and we're humbled by that. Yeah. And the other thing is upping kids, yeah. is where I, I know from my own, because I only became a Christian when I was about 23, and actually one of the most amazing things that I found that was so helpful, I didn't know my Bible, I didn't know all of this, that, and the other. And actually what helped me was somebody who came alongside me in the church that we started to go to, and she said, come and help with Bible class. And I learned so much. And so I'm saying, I would say to you guys, if there's any of you that's, that you're hearing the prompting from the Holy Spirit that's saying, you know, he's saying, actually do come in and, and uh, volunteer. And this isn't an advert for volunteering, <laughs> by the way. But, if it, you know, but we're here. We are. But, yeah, but, yeah. but actually, anywhere, there, there are always things that God wants us to step into more. Yeah. And, and, and don't, close your ears because he's got so much more for you yeah. he's got so much so much more for you yeah. than you could ever imagine don't know right. if that answered the question that's perfect no no, no. <laughs> i would love to um like i th just to add to that as well i think it's so easy like to think about purpose and vision coming from a corporate level but actually it's so important for us personally to keep our ear to what God's inviting us into next as, as individuals and as, 
as people and what we, what we bring, who we are, and how that um, yeah, enables us to step into all that God has for us as people. And that can be a way of leading in, in community and in all of that as well. And take, like you said, Francis, taking that responsibility. So um, I completely uh, agree with that. Um, so I would say part of, part of leadership is coming alongside people as well and encourage them and building them up. Have you, either of you got stories about how you've kind of encouraged someone or, or built them up and what you did in that, that example or how you, you kind of led them in that way? Yeah, I'd love to talk about that in a minute. But just to um, build on what you were just saying around um, leadership of your, yourself... Uh, how are we doing for time? Are we okay? Yeah, we're um, all right, yeah. Okay. So I think also that's, that's vital in, in every area of life, but particularly, um, like definitely a worker in church, right? Like you, you, you should have a purpose for yourself. And why that's important uh, as well is because any structure, organization, business, church is going to let you down. Like, so you can't find like misplaced hope is in structure or a person, right? Like, like it's, never, it's never going to provide what you, like the, the longing of your soul. Yeah. Uh, your soul will keep searching until it's find its yeah, rest yeah. in Jesus. Yeah. And so that's why, it's, that's, so, that's why it's important, right? Like, yeah. you're, yes, like you can, en- don't get me wrong, we should enjoy work and we should be passionate about church yeah. and we should love our families. But like... I'm, I'm going to let Kat down. I'm going to let my kids down. I've definitely let my team down, and, mm-hmm. and other people will do the same things. But God never lets us down. And, the, and that, that is why the, the purpose, the, the vision, yeah. the calling of your life starts and ends with who God has called you to yeah. be. Um, and everything else is right. what you get to do while you're on the earth, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. God has a unique plan for your life every single one of us yeah, yeah, yeah. not not you know whether you hold a microphone or you stand and do talks um or you have people who work for you or not like, yeah. and that's 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 what it means to be a follower of jesus yeah cool. so oh, sorry it. that's all right no no answer, okay. answer your question don't worry about the question then um, how do you <laughs> but in that case how do you how would you so if people are sitting here this morning so i don't know what that purpose is for my life yeah, yeah, How yeah. would you, what would you encourage them to do to step into that? Yeah, we, so we're, we're actually uh, that, that's a that's a great that's a that's a, yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, like I, d- I think there are tons of resources, and I think we we'd love to get to that right at yeah. some point in the future of uh, in the very near future of like who is God calling you to be? Like we've just done a whole fantastic series about. Um, identity, um, so you should go back and listen to that, that would be great yeah. um, and uh, there are so many core things to each of us um, about not about what you do but about who you're becoming right, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and I, I'm really conscious of time, we, yeah, had, yeah. we had a chat right earlier on about a couple of things that we wanted to get to and I think one of them was that we thought might be particular for people today and one of them was around people who, are, who aren't sure Right, like so. Um, either maybe you've checked yourself out of thinking that your your life is more defined by what you're not than what you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not. I could never be like Francis. Um, I because my marriage broke down. I could never be like um, Chris because I don't feel comfortable in talking to people. Um, 
And like that, I think what God wants to might want to do today with those kind of people is to is to like recalibrate that and to just speak to you more about who you are and who he's making you to be, yeah. not what you're not. That's yeah. the first thing. So hold on to that because I think we'd love to pray for you in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Okay. And the second thing is I actually think when, when we were kind of like praying into this, I think there's a whole bunch of people here who have been hurt in by leadership, right? So you've been let down and it actually might have caused you um, a lot of pain and hurt, like not just that you felt angry at your boss, but maybe it's cost you your job. Maybe it's cost you a relationship or like maybe it's cost you even more than that. Mm-hmm. And actually there's, there's like the, the feeling about leadership is, is actually it's tinged with hurt for you. Like maybe it's, maybe it's a church. Like, like in this last year, there's never been more um, stories uh, of brokenness in church, right? In, in the particular in church leadership. And I'm just aware that so many, that I just, I wonder if that's something that we can also pray for people yeah. here today. So in, if you've been hurt, like if leadership for you or lead, you know, if that call, you'll know, right? Like if that's you, you know that actually there's a, there's a, there's a pain and a hurt that isn't right and that you want to be free from and we'd love to pray for you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's great. Let's Francis, just do that now. You wanna, yeah. uh, is there anything you want to add to that or anything? And then we'll, we'll treat about it. Thank you for listening to Numa Sunday's podcast. For more information, go to numachurch.uk, where you can find more ways to connect with us. Have a great week, and remember you're loved.